Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to The Booth Podcast. I am your host, Kalen McFadden Carver, as always, but not as always. Alex Hicks could not join us this week. It's okay, Hicks, wherever you are, wherever you may be, whatever you may be up to, you're still a shithead. It's fine. But with me, joining me today... He'll be joining me a lot more often to talk that sweet, sweet NFL talk. Davey O'Doyle. Davey, how we doing? You know what I wonder? What's that? Where is Alex Hicks? He's, I found him. I found him. He's on, he's on my milk carton. I don't know where he yeah. went, though. Don't know where he is. Don't know where is the guy he, is. Is he A, crying a river of Denver Bronco tears? Is he B, trying to find all the gum in the city to throw away because Joe Sackick told him to or see incorrectly diagnosing me with diabetes right now. I'm not sure which one, you know what it is. It's D all of the above. That is <laughs> Hicks. That's what he's doing. We know that. Hey Hicks, just take care of yourself. Okay. Another packed slate, another packed slate. Unlike our packed barn today, we don't have a packed barn, but it's going to be a packed episode. You can feel the electricity just coursing through this app. Man, wild weekend yet again. NFL, man, there's no bad weeks. It's king. There's no bad weeks. Every game was electric. And should we just dive right into it? Yeah, I mean, you might as well get right to it, dude. With Especially this year, the primetime games have been, every single one of them basically has just been close. A nail-biter, a good game. It's been crazy this year, man. It's great. It's, It's been great. And it started off the exact same on Thursday. And Monday night, you know, was a little, little shaky, but... There were some excellent performances we saw this week. There were some terrible, terrible performances this week, which brings us to a recurring segment. Studs, the best of the best. Who's the top? Who balled out? Who brought home the sauce? And then there's the duds, the guys, the teams, the whoever they may be that just did not have the juice this weekend. Plenty on both sides, Dave. I'll open the floor to you. Because we're we're a limited barn, we're a limited house today. We're taking two each. That's right. Two studs. Two Double duds, trouble. Double trouble. Dave, first stud this week. Who'd you have? Uh, not only will we go in chronological order of the games, but we'll go with one very close to my heart. How about the kid Joe Burrow? Who day? Who day? Who they think gonna beat the Bengals? Oh man. So Joe Burrow goes out in that first half against the Jags, Thursday night football, primetime game. Not a very inspired effort. Really is not. Nope. But like winners do, like big swag daddies like Joe Burrow do, they pick up the socks in the second half and they say, I'm taking the game into my hands. Watch us win it. So Joe Burrow goes out there, just absolutely lights it up. Three touchdowns, no picks, over 200 yards of what was like 117 quarterback rating or something, something, something like ridiculous, man. Yep. He just goes out there and they throw a zero blitz at him. You heard the video. They can't get me on a zero. Throws a touchdown pass. Two of them to CJ Uzama. The Bengals come back 24 points in the second half, win the game. That's my guy. It, we were watching that game. We, you know, we were talking during that game and like, that guy is the guy. He is a winner. He has just got that champion mentality where he, and you know what you said, like three touchdowns, no picks. He didn't care if it was zero touchdowns, three picks. If there's a W at the end of the day, it's all he cares about. And that's, that's how, you know, you got a guy. If he wants to win, he cares about winning. He's going to win. 
it's it's a wild departure from every other Bengals team I've watched with like Andy Dalton at the helm where if you know you're down, you know you're not coming back. You know when you're beat. And even this team's different with a top 10 defense. When you feel you're beat, you know you have a gamer at quarterback, touching the ball, making plays, evading pressure, throwing touchdowns. You know what I mean? It's a different feeling. And uh, Joe Burrow's got Bengal Nation, man. We're rocking. We're ready in the jungle. Three and one, top of the AFC North. It is a three-way tie. Couldn't be happier for Joe Burrow and couldn't be happier for you, knowing you a long time, watching the Bengals. It's been it's been uphill sledding a lot of times, but hey, you got you got the guy back there, and it's got to be a good feeling. A team that had the guy quickly realized they didn't have the guy the next year, drafted a new guy at number one overall, and he appears to have hit his stride in Arizona. Talking, of course, about Josh Rosen. And then, of course, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, only undefeated team left. They are my number one stud this week. 4-0, and they look every piece of 4-0. You know, some might argue they should be 3-1. and Greg Joseph kind of helped out with that. Doesn't matter. They've scored 30 points in every single game they've played. Their offense, you know, the college offense. Rich, of course, last week said that college offense is going into SoFi, and they're going to embarrass the Rams, and they did that. They came out hot. They never let up. Kyler just, he's one of a kind, man. You know, we've seen mobile quarterbacks. We got Lamar. We got Mahomes. We got these guys that can evade it. Kyler's different, man. He's shifty. He's he's small, but he fits the part. And that defense, that Cardinals defense looks, it looks good too, man. This looks like a wagon in the making. I'm glad you mentioned that defense because it's easy to give that Cardinals team a lot of credit in that offense for being so so exciting to watch, but you know what I mean? Defense still to this day wins championships. There'll be a team later on with a great offense and a bad defense. I know you're talking about to prove the point, right? So you need that good defense. And then you see a team like the Cardinals playing a really balanced game on offense and defense, and they deserve to be 4-0. It's a tough, it's going to be a tough sledding in that division, how tough it is, but you can hold your head high knowing that you're the only team in the NFL undefeated, unblemished, batting a thousand. So good for them. You're batting a thousand. Yeah. And I mean, that's the things that, you know, that defense is playing just as good. Byron Murphy appears to be one of the next lockdown corners of his generation. Chandler Jones, of course, alien, inhuman. JJ Watt. Yeah. He might be up there in age, just a grinder. They have dogs. Isaiah Simmons hitting a stride. Buda Baker, of course, great, great team. Who else do we got as a great team? Who else do we got as a great player? Who else was a stud for you, Dave? That would have to be them boys, baby. America's team. The them Dallas boys. Cowboys, honestly looking like, in my opinion, this may be controversial, maybe the best team in the, in the NFL. Honestly. You look at that team, you have Dak Prescott. Doesn't matter who he's throwing to, where he's throwing from, what kind of pressure's in his face. That guy is making throws and making plays. You got Zeke Elliott, who finally looks like he's coming back into his own. A really good counterback, too, with Tony Pollard. That offense is cooking. That offensive line that we all know about is mauling people down. That offense is hitting big. And that defense, man, that defense is fast. That defense is young. You got Micah Parsons. You got Trayvon Diggs, a second-round pick coming into his own. Two picks last week. Man, that defense defense is so good, they told Jalen Smith to take a walk. You know what I mean? That's how good that defense is. The Cowboys are a balanced, dangerous, fast team. And it's it's looking looking tough to see who's going to dethrone those guys because they are a good team. 
they they look like a team where you know last year offense wasn't the problem of course you know we it's a year removed from you gotta hope it's just a cramp to now and Dak looks you know that's such a good story he bet on himself he said no I won't sign the contract got hurt everyone's heart collectively broke for him you thought this could be the end of his career he never got his bag he's looking every penny he looks he's worth it he's worth every single penny that he signed for that team looks incredible Zeke's coming back to form just as they have another back that looks like he's hitting his prime like you said they got pieces everywhere and you know last year when Dak was healthy and starting and he was throwing for 500 yards a game you know everyone said like if that defense was even like 20 percent better this team would be a problem like if they could just get a few critical third down stops turnovers here and there and just not let people walk on them this could be a problem. They look like that said problem. They look like a team to be scared of a team to beat. And, you know, they have a fairly weak division. Whereas, you know, you look at the Cardinals, they could beat themselves up through the end of the year, but the Cowboys, they could do some, they could do some damage. That's what I was going to mention too. Like if you think the Cardinals are a wagon, dude, look at the Cowboys. You think they have any shot of not winning that division. You got the giants and you got the Eagles and you got Washington. Like that team Washington alone is still might win. go 13 4. They're going to win six games alone in division games, not to mention however many games are going to win besides that, right? Like this team could easily win 12 games. And I mean, so I think they, they've played the Chargers, so that means they would have drawn the AFC West. So they do right. have the Chiefs, which is tough sledding. We'll get to them. But the Broncos look like that should be a, a, a W. The Raiders, I think, at should this, be a at W. At this point, I don't see why they don't beat the Chiefs. If you're going to talk about balance, and if you we'll, can, you we'll, can avoid, we'll if you talk can, about that. If you can avoid the big play, even in a shootout, yep. the Cowboys look like they could win that game. So this is dangerous. The Cowboys are dangerous. For sure. Speaking of someone else that's dangerous, an offense that can attack you, mostly because of the guy under center, but that offense is great. The team's playing great. Almost wanted to say San Diego. It's still just engraved to me. The Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, we've already mentioned him. This won't be the last time he's a stud because this kid is freakish. He is six foot six, 240 pounds. Drew Brees said his forearms look like he's been digging fence posts his whole life. When you watch him throw that ball, when you watch, it's got so much zip on it, looks perfect. It looks every throw looks perfect where it needs to be. He can move, he's athletic. And Brandon Staley, man, looks like a legit head coach. He, uh, Brandon Staley was D coordinator for the Rams, came over. The Chargers defense instantly got a boost, not just because of Brandon Staley. They drafted Asante Samuel Jr. Dad was a stud Pro Bowl corner for years. He looks like he's going to follow in his footsteps, kind of like Antoine Winfield last year. Derwin James coming back. He looks like Derwin James. And that's any football fan, any defensive football fan, that makes you smile because Derwin James is watching Derwin James is just. It's a good watch. Joey Bosa, of course, freak. You know, they got young guys, Kenneth Murray at linebacker. They got some pieces, and they're putting it together. Brandon Staley looks like he's the coach to put it all together. The Chargers have had a history of fucking themselves out of wins and losing in unimaginable ways for so long. This looks like a team that can win. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it's that thing, like, what – can't Justin Herbert do what that's what intangible what skill doesn't he have he can and do you put everything. A, a good coach you put a good coach with him a good defense 
pieces to him, Austin Eckler, you know what I mean? Guys around him that can move, Rashawn Slater, a stud left tackle. on the line. Like, man, I don't there's it's Last tough year, to say, it's tough to say. Even in the division with the Raiders and the Chiefs, there's a very good chance the Chargers come out of that with a number one seed in the AFC, man. The Chargers are a team to watch. Chargers are a team to watch. Well, and it's like you know. Last year, Herbert showed like, oh, this guy's the dude. It was just he needed it all to come together around him. He could only do so much. Well, he's doing that so much, and his team's helping him out, and it's looking – it's a beautiful sight to see. I'm going to spotlight week 13 for you. Burrow, Herbert, Chargers versus Bengals. Wait for that one. If you want to see the young quarterbacks of the future, you watch that week. Two of the next – it's man, it's tough to even say because there's we talked about it. There's legit 10 to 15 QBs for the next 10 to 15 years that are yeah, the QB plays never been better. No, and and that's hey, let's let's go. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was some play that did leave much to be desired. There were some, for lack of a better term, absolute duds. Dave, for every cowboy and Joe Burrow. There's a dud. Who did you have? Who stunk it up for you? You know who stunk it up for me this week? Who? I'll go. I'll go with the less controversial one first. Hey Tennessee, what are you doing? Hey Tennessee, what are you doing? Hey, you remember when you beat Seattle? Do you remember when you won your division like three years in a row? Hey, you lost to the Jets. Hey, you lost to the Jets. Hey man, I'm not saying. Good for the Jets. I'm glad they get hey, a win. Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson first gets career his, win. Good Zach job. Wilson gets his first career win. Yep. But dude, that guy doesn't take care of the ball in any way. And you have a running back that could eat their team. So why did you lose that one? Why did you lose that one? Because you, who's happy about this? Okay. Now hear me out. Jets fans know they're probably likely going one in 16 now. Okay. They're probably not getting another win for the rest of the year. All right. So they're still going to have the number one draft pick. So what was winning helping? You know, now it just ensures if the team does go completely defeated, they'll lose. And then also Tennessee fans pissed off. Everyone who bet on the Titans pissed off. Anyone who picked the Titans pissed off. Who's happy about this? You know, I'm just going to like, I, I, I've liked the Titans the last couple of years. I like their style, but like, why does every year the Titans just lose two games every year? They're just like inexcusable. Just like these, last year, last year they lost to the Bengals. Like it was like 31 yep. to 10 yep. and we weren't good last year. No. Like, what are you guys doing? Hey, can you be consistent at all? That'd be great. That would be great because you have a good roster. And also my question is Julio and AJ Brown were out this week. Great. Why are you passing the football? You have the most unstoppable running back in the second half of football games, you could have killed off. And I'm not joking 30 minutes of clock. And instead you're like, Hey, what if we went with a more vertical approach? It didn't make sense to me. There's no reason you should have lost that game. Big fat dud. Another dud. My first dud this week, like you said, I'll go with the less controversial ones still. Gonna get called a home or whatever, but facts are facts. Hey, men lie, women lie, numbers don't, you know, and the numbers don't lie. Baker Mayfield stunk it up against the Vikings defense. Uh, Not a great Vikings defense. They got the win. Hey, they got the win, but 14 to 7. 14 to 7. All this talk about the Browns team, they should have dog walked the Vikings. 
Unfortunately, they they did still get the win, but they, they win in spite of him, though. That's the problem. Well, that's the thing. And I mean, Baker is kind of like one of those QBs where he has to win with everything going perfect. I think he's I'm not saying he's not talented. The guy's clearly a franchise like he can play in the NFL. He's obviously can play. It's just that he needs everything to go his way in order to play great or good. It didn't happen for him this week. And, you know, he threw less than 50 or completed less than 50% of his passes. I think about 150 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, was missing wide open throws. Just something looked off with him. Not too sure what it was, but big old dud of a performance. Wasn't anything to write home about. When you got a talented roster like that and a good coach, and you guys almost don't win games because you can't make throws, there's a problem. There's there's an issue there. But you guys want to hear another issue? My I'd second dud? Hey, Denver Broncos, you guys ain't shit. And if you had any doubt about it, 23-7 to lost to the Ravens, yeah. Good, good job beating 0-9 teams, guys. Great job. Can't wait to see you guys finish second last or last in your division this year. It'll be a big treat. I, um, but but yeah, and that one's straight straight to Hicks and straight to the other two Broncos fans we know in our lives. Good luck to you guys. But there's one specific member of the Broncos who really dudded it up in my eyes today. Oh, do enlighten us. You ever heard of head coach Vic Fangio? Name rings a bell. Hey, Vic Fangio, if you don't like people running the ball on you, stop them. Don't go in the media and cry like a little bitch. You know, that was classless what they did. What they did was kept record going. That is for the boys. That is Harbaugh playing for the boys. Harbaugh is an unofficial third stud for me because he knew what got his team fired up, how to please the boys, how to get them excited. And that's by keeping the 100 yard rushing record going. For what was it, 48 straight games or something? Something like that. For it's in the 40s, which is if you that's, think about that's it. Harbaugh doing it for his team. And, and you're gonna call him out because you're too bitch to stop him, and you lost your first game when you played the only team you've played so far that's any good. Nope, don't be a bitch and stop them then, Vic Fangio. And he can't. I've I've spent more time on this discussing this in my personal life than I would ever like to admit. But at the end of the day. I still stand by what they did. You can maybe make the argument that if it was a personal record, if it was, you know, Lamar's had a streak of games and you just want to get him. Okay. Maybe this is a, this has been going on for three years now. This is, this is a team thing. This is for your offense. This is for the offensive line. This is for the boys week. You know what? Hell or high water. We will line up and we will run the ball and right. we will run it better than any team in the NFL. And that's what this was. It's a pride thing. But hey, guess what? Everyone in the NFL has got pride. That's why he made it to the NFL. And I firmly stand with my coach, John Harbaugh. I would have done the same thing 10 out of 10 times. And I think, do you, question for you. Yeah. Do you think Broncos are winning that game 42 to 10? We have 95 rushing yards. We line up with four seconds left and run the ball. Does Vic Fangio bitch about player safety in that exact same Of course scenario? not. He doesn't. He says, "Oh, they're just they're just trying to prove a point. It's tough, but we whooped their ass." He's a fucking yeah. dink too, man. There's no it's, shot. 
This it guy's butthurt. This guy's butthurt that his team isn't as good as he thought they are. You know, I I I can I could gloat a lot more and and believe me, this is a this is a moral victory for me and also a real victory because we what dog walked him. But another AFC West team that Okar, is, by the way, by the way, before we go there, throwback to last week. When I said I had the Ravens with supreme confidence to beat Denver, and then I said, "Carve, you got to jump on board with me." There we go. Davies had my back. He well, and you know it's tough because you've seen the Ravens twice a year as long as you've been a fan of the football. You know, so you've watched them, and I'm not even trying. This isn't a shot. You've been heartbroken by them a lot. You know that we're a we're a competent, great franchise. And I, I lost sight of that last week. I, I, I let the three and zero. I let all that get into my head. I think Denver does have a good roster. It, it's tough when you don't have a quarterback. That makes the world tougher. And apparently, when you don't have a head coach either, a team that is finding out it's hard when there's a part of your team so glaringly open, despite a, a very good win this week. The Kansas City Chiefs defense is my second dud. They are bad. That defense might as well start five guys. You how know, do you have, how do you have Tyron Matthew and like Frank Clark and players of that caliber and Chris then Jones? just stink up the joint so badly? It it's tough, man, because you look at that, you look at that game. Mahomes threw five touchdowns. Tyreek Hill had a career day. You put up 42 points. Your offense is otherworldly. Everyone in the NFL knows that. But what this year has shown you is that defense is going to cause you problems. When it gets to later on in the season and you can't throw for 500 yards and it's running the football, well, you have a running back who's been prone to fumble this year in big-time spots, and you have a defense that can't stop anything. That defense, I it will be a problem at some point. And I think Mahomes, you know, obviously he's incredible. He's going to have a great game every week, you know, good if not great. Very, very rarely does he have what you can say is a bad game. When he does have that bad game, you know, when he just for some reason they figure him out, he, he doesn't have it tonight. He tries to do too much and you need a critical third down stop. That sucks because you have a defense that won't give it to you. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles are nothing special. They got some talent. They got some young pieces. Hurts is dynamic, but I don't think he's the answer. See, that's that's the thing I was talking about earlier. Sorry to cut you off there, Ben. No, no, no. But we were talking about, I said, I think Dallas could even beat the Chiefs when they play them, right? Dallas, the week before, pistol stomped the Eagles. Yeah. And the Chiefs had a little bit of trouble there. Yeah. Like, when this is going to come to a shootout game, that whatever it's Chiefs-Cowboys, there's a very good chance the Cowboys beat the Chiefs because their defense can play, right? Oh, easily. And that's, you know, Cowboys have right now, it looks like the Cowboys have uh, as good, if not a better offense than the Chiefs. Right. I haven't looked at the numbers or anything, but they look like they can beat you more than one way. Mahomes has to be spectacular for the Chiefs to beat you. I think we can all agree that. that Dak doesn't have to be spectacular. Dak can be good. Dak can be you know, that can just get the ball where it needs to be. He doesn't have to make these ungodly plays that Mahomes has to. And I think the NFL world, the fans, the league, everyone's starting to see that. And if they don't make some moves on defense, tighten up, uh, that defense is going to, it's going to start costing them games. And it already has. Yep. 
But those were studs and duds of the week. Double trouble. Double trouble. Hey, another excellent week. And we started that week off with, like you said, the Bengals in prime time on Thursday. Comeback victory for Joe Burrow. Not much to say, man. He's a winner. Of course, we go to the slate of games in the morning. We had the Giants. Is is this is there a London game this week? This coming week? Yeah. yeah. Or is that like next weekend? I think that's this week. Oh, good lord. Oh, I, I okay. So if this is a game, I think it is. I don't know why you'd wake up for this one, but we'll go over it. We'll go over them all. You know what? I apologize. I was looking at the wrong week, ladies and gentlemen. But hey, we talked about the Bengals and Jags. They won. It's all good. This week's primetime game, though, the one we really want to talk about. This is exciting. Tomorrow night as we're recording this. The Rams in Seattle. Division game. Best division in football. NFC West matchup. Rams coming off a tough loss. To the Cardinals, they looked absolutely flat. I don't think that's going to be the case. Seahawks uh, coming off of a win, I do believe, um, taking down the 49ers. Was it the Niners? Yeah, yeah. I think they won. So, two, where do you see this game going, man? This game is – I, I want to say it's tough, but I think I see it one way and one way only. It's one of those things like I think we're the same. We both see that the Rams are too good of a team not to come back firing yeah. at all cylinders. Yep. After an embarrassing loss to a division rival. But it's one of those things that I will pick the Rams. I'm gonna say it right now, I'm picking the Rams. McVay and that that defense and Matt Stafford, they're too good not to win this game, but but there's still the fact that Pete Carroll and Russ and the Seahawks went into, I guess it's not Candlestick Park anymore, Levi Stadium, I guess it is. Yep. And they just beat the 49ers, flat out beat them. And I mean, they did have their their rookie quarterback in. I get that, but there's still something to that. Winning a division road game in that division is is a big boost to the confidence. So I mean, I see this game probably being decently close. Still, I see Russ really doing his best to carry this team on his back, like he does. Yep. But I think the way I see it, it's got to be the Rams. You know what I mean? They they're going to come back with a vengeance. I, 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 I'm going the exact same way. They're almost the exact same explanation. Russ, Pete Carroll, two certified first ballot Hall of Famers, no doubt. Outside of that, you have Bobby Wagner. It's tough, but I think the Rams fell flat against Arizona at home. They were embarrassed to a division rival. I don't think McVay, Stafford, the boys let that happen again. I think the Rams go in there. I think they take care of business. I think Russell play good. I do. That Rams defense is smothering, though. It's going to be a great game. I cannot wait for it. It's Prime an exciting time. game. Exciting Perfect. game. Yeah. The definition of a very not exciting game. Waking up bright and early here at seven thirty in the morning to watch the Jets and Falcons in London. This is. I'm just going to say it. This is a stinky game. I don't want I have no, there's no part of me that wants to watch this. The only I, I, reason I guarantee you, I don't care. I could go to bed. I could be in bed on Saturday night at yep. 6 30 PM. Yep. And I wouldn't bother myself to go turn on this game. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't care about this game. I don't, <laughs> uh, you know, the only reason I'd want to watch is solely because of, Hey, 
how's Zach Wilson look? And hey, how's Kyle Pitts look just because they're rookies? Outside of that, there is zero draw to this game. But with that said, we made our bed. We have to lay in it. I don't think the Jets will win two games in a row. I don't think the Jets will win two games this year. I'm taking the Falcons. Matt Ryan looked sharp last week. That's all I have to say. Dude, I don't even care about this game. So I'm going to say the Jets go too, go too straight. Oh my God. <laughs> I, won't, I won't watch. <laughs> when the 11 o'clock slate of games start, I'll at least see the ticker. Or I'll see Twitter just before the 11 o'clock games start yep. to see how this one goes. But sure, for the heck of it, I'll pick the Jets. Sure. Wow. Electric. So now we 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 go to the real slate of games where the real teams play. Here we go. New Orleans Saints in Washington taking on the football team. Saints coming off of a loss last week to the Giants in OT. How the fuck does that happen? You know, it's <laughs> New York. Hey, what a great weekend for football in New York. Giants, Jets, Bills beat the dog shit of the Texans. Hey, good, good weekend for the state of New York in terms of football. How do you see this game going? Because I don't know. Saints football team. Um, if I'm going to be brutally honest, these are like two teams who I haven't paid that much attention to, in, in all honesty. Um, but <laughs> the, the football team just doesn't look good. They just don't look good to me. And there's like a lot of problems stemming out in all directions, especially their defense. That was good. One year seems like stank this year. They lost John Bostick, their guy in the middle. So, I mean, I guess I'll go with the saints, but like, yeah, there's not a lot of me. That's has a lot of in-depth analysis on this game. I'm just going to pick the saints, I guess. I I'm going the saints too. I, and that sucks because I am I liked the football team a lot because of that defense. If that defense could have been what it was last year, I would be tuning into them much more than I am now. Yeah, there's no draw to this game for me. It's the it's, thing. The thing is, like, it's tough for me to have any draw to the NFC East because you might as well just give Dallas that division now. That's yes. how good Dallas is and how bad those other teams are. That's that is wholeheartedly agree on that one. So we're both going Saints on that. Not too much to say. Both of us. This could be an interesting game. We got one of us playing the 11 o'clock window. We got Green Bay going to the jungle, taking on Cincinnati. Green Bay only a field goal favorite right now. Only three points, which some might think is surprising, but I don't know. Cincinnati looks good. They do. Dave, how do you see this game going? Can I ask you to pick it first? All right. Joe Burrow looks like an absolute stud out there. He is a winner. That dude is a machine. That offense looks great. Do you guys get T. Higgins back for this game? Uh, he's on the fence, but we get uh, a woozy and uh, Jesse Bates back on defense for sure. Which is huge. That is That's huge. My head, everything about my head is telling me to pick Green Bay. My heart is telling me I think Joe Burrow sneaks a dub. Unfortunately, I got to go with my head. I got to say that the Packers look like a well-oiled machine, and I know this has all the makings of a Steelers-Bengals bet from a few weeks back in a lost episode. This is nothing against the Bengals. I, I want them. I want the Bengals to win, despite them being in my division. Fuck that. They deserve success. Joe Burrow, a stud. 
But Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will take the win in Cincinnati. For all the reasons you mentioned, and the, the endless amount of optimistic tweets I've seen on Bengals Twitter, <laughs> I have no choice but to go the way my head tells me not to go and pick the Bengals by a field goal in this one. Wow. Wow. That is huge. I'm, I'm not confident in this because Green Bay, yeah, their defense looks like it's tightened up a little bit, but we both know Green Bay's defense is prone to give up a 500-yard game sooner rather than later. Zadarius Smith out for a while. Jair Alexander, I think he's out. That's tough. Do they have the corners to match up against your receivers? I don't know if Kevin King on Jamar Chase sounds like a good idea. Man, I'm so happy I'm starting Jamar Chase this week in fantasy. Forgot about that. I do think that Aaron Rodgers will find a way to get a win, though. Like I said, I can't. I have no way to pick this game without a, a fogged head. I'm picking the Bengals at home. And hey, am I going to be wrong? Very, po- very probable that I'm wrong. But there's no part of me that can say the stinky pant or the stinky Packers will beat my Bengals. So, uh, who day? Who day? Moving on to another NFC North contest. The Detroit Lions head to Minnesota, take on the Vikings. 0-4, V1-3, bottom of the barrel in the NFC North. It's not looking good. Sorry to our, our Vikings fan who, who helps us dearly rich. You know, it couldn't be with us tonight, but I don't think Detroit gets a win this season. I don't. But if they do, it would be this game. Where is it? It's in Minnesota. That's why I'm still okay. going to pick the Vikings. I'm going to pick the Vikings too. I think they're like they're still a, a team that's stingy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they have they played teams that have good rosters and been really close. Yep. Whereas I think the Lions aren't a good enough roster that they'll just stay close and lose. They'll beat them, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to take Vikings. the Vikings for this one. Two Vikings on that one. Yep. Heading into the Steel City. Despite your dud this week and despite personal battles in my life this week, it is mile high. It is Bronco country. Denver heads into Pittsburgh. I think Denver takes Pittsburgh for a ride. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's wild to say that Drew Locke is a better quarterback than Big Ben, but he is. And that's, that's Big, if you hey. want to take it as easy in easiest terms. Who would you rather have, Drew Locke or Big Ben? Unfortunately, Drew Locke. It's not a. It's not a good. I, we, I don't know if Bridgewater will be active for the game, concussion protocol, and all that. If Bridgewater's playing, I think it's no contest, Denver. Yeah. The only reason that if Drew Locke's starting, the only reason I'm hesitant on this is because of Drew Locke. But hey, this game it could end nine to three. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Broncos at home, but like uh, Steelers at this, home. What was that? It's in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll still pick the Broncos though. But I, I but, um, still this just... is this is a game that I don't really want to watch, but I'm interested to watch the highlights for just to see how greasy this this Steelers offense is. We could see some great defensive plays this week. Yeah, we could see Von Miller get 25 sacks, and I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? I could see Vaughn getting three apiece and TJ Watt getting like two or three. Yeah. And then the game is legit, like you said, nine to six, right? Dude, if it if it is muddy there, if it rains, oh please. I hope it ends two nothing. Uh, so, so both both of the Broncos there then. 
Yeah. Congratulations. You guys beat another bad team, Denver. Tough to say. Speaking of bad teams, Titans and Jaguars. Uh, Tennessee bounces back. Okay, Tennessee bounces back for me. This one's in Jacksonville. They do bounce back. They say, hey, what the hell? Let's just give Derrick Henry the ball. The Jags can't stop anything. Jags have had a surprisingly good run defense, actually, so I don't know if that's going to be the game plan. If A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are back, the Jags just traded away C.J. Henderson, their ninth overall pick from a year ago. I I don't know. You know, there's a way Tennessee loses this game. Scratch that. There's a very real chance Tennessee could lose this game because I don't know how to pick Tennessee anymore. I don't know how to, and I don't think they know how to play. The thing about the Titans is they're going to win this game because they space out their really awful games. They're not usually back-to-back. And they they just lost to the Jets, so I think they'll be a little bit angry enough that they're like, okay, we'll actually win this one. And then whoever they play two weeks from now, it's up in the air. We don't know what team we're getting. But I for think, this week, I think yeah. the Titans will beat the Jags. I think Vrabel will have the boys focused. He'll say, hey, listen up. Okay, what, yep. what the hell was that? Yep. Speaking of what the hell that was, that was the Dallas Cowboys rolling the fuck over this team. The Panthers at home host the Eagles. I think the Panthers bounce back. Yeah, it's, it's got to be the Panthers. The addition of Stephon Gilmore, I think that's that defense is already elite. Yeah. And the addition of a defensive player of the year from two seasons ago, <laughs> only going to help. Yeah. They only had to give up a sixth for him. I'm sorry, Jalen. I'm sorry, Devontae Smith and Miles Sanders. It's going to be a tough week for you. That Panthers defense is electric to watch. And I think Sam Darnold, he's going to bounce back because that Eagles defense is they're yeah. uh, they're stank. Yeah, definitely. Darnold Darnold's shown he's shown he's a player. Yeah. Chuba Hubbard's a suitable replacement. DJ yeah. Moore's been going off. That good defense. This has got to be Panthers get right again, right? Yeah. Speaking of getting right, he went home on prime time and he didn't look great. He looked okay. He might be motivated. He might be pissed off. We got a battle of Florida, Tampa Bay. Host the Dolphins. It's Tampa Bay. It's Tampa Bay. If 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 this was a year ago, with the with the Buccaneers defense not playing up to snuff as they usually are, yeah, kind of a shaky game against New England. You'd be a different story. But this Dolphins team looks dreadful. Unfortunately, yep. as much as I hate to say it, I love the Dolphins. I love Flores, but Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Like, give me a break, man. The Buccaneers are gonna roll them. You know, I mean, hey, we never never forget. You know. The Dolphins seem to seem to sneak one over on Brady every now and then. Maybe that was just against the Patriots, but Miami Miracle, they beat them once a year before that. You know, maybe so. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think you know, screw Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians will probably, you know, do his coaching or whatever. Brady's gonna have the boys focused in. He's gonna say, Hey, you embarrassed me in Foxborough, okay? You guys let Matt Jones walk all over us. All right, not this week. Jacoby Brissett was in my QB room. We're going to beat the dog shit out of this Dolphins team. Yeah. I think they will. I think the Bucs handle the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. This game to me, next game, I mean, it's first of all, this game, this next game, Patriots in Houston taking on the Texans. Talk about like the two jersey and color combos that are just like the same. <laughs> yeah. It's just like if they both wore their navies, we're fucked. Yeah, they're the same team. Like and, or corporate wants you to define the, the difference in the pictures. They're, they're the, same, the picture. same picture. Yeah. That's that's what this is. Unfortunately, the QB situation somehow is better in New England. 
I think Mac Jones will beat Davis Mills at home in this electrifying battle of two <laughs> monster quarterbacks. But uh, yeah, Bill Belichick's too good not to lose a close game and then come back against a shitty team and just whoop them. Yeah. Yep. And he's I a rookie agree. quarterback and a rookie quarterback. Yeah. And not and a particularly good one. I was going to say, and he wasn't a, a, highly recruited rookie quarterback. I think he's sixth or seventh rounder yeah. Davis Mills. Yeah, this Davis Mills, welcome to your life. It's not a good one. Welcome to my life. Yeah. I think it's gonna to be tough. This it's if you're gonna say that this is a simple plan for Bill Belichick. Okay. <laughs> Dude Belichick and, and as notorious as he is for not like taking time off and, and all this shit, he might be like, hey take a bye week. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we're <laughs> You know the on to Cincinnati comment? It's yep. on to whoever they're playing the next week. <laughs> right? yes. Like, like, uh, yeah. And I think it's come now. We're, we're moving into the afternoon slate. So that was the morning slate. Got a few games to watch. I'm, I'm going to be tuned into the Packers Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, might tune into Steelers Broncos to watch some good defense go back and forth here. Um, the the, the, the Bengals Packers is the one that jumps out, regardless of my fandom. No, that that's jumps just, out to me on that slate. Yeah, because Joe Burrow versus Aaron Rodgers. Oh, spicy. Yeah. In the afternoon slate, we might have a game of the weekend here, a couple of them. The Browns in SoFi taking on the Chargers. Good game. What Baker are we getting, you know? Because I think Herbert, Staley, that defense, they'll be playing, you know, how they've been playing. They're coming off of a big primetime win two nights ago. Uh, I think they – I want to say they defend this home turf. I think they get the win. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Chargers as well. A because your quarterback's better, and then just just B like I like the front of Cleveland. I like that defensive front. Yep. But I think I like the all around defense of the Chargers a lot more. Yeah. Especially with their cornerback situation against Baker Mayfield. So as long as those guys are productive in stopping the run on the Browns, which I mean is easier said than done, but I'm still gonna take the Chargers if the Browns have to drive the ball and have eight-minute drives to score rushing touchdowns, and, and Herbert's just throwing ropes, putting the ball on a fucking rope and slinging it for touchdowns in four minutes, you're going to see how that game's going to go pretty quick, right? Yeah. It's, uh, could be a good game. Could be a good game. Could be a good game. Should be a good game for sure, but I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, me too. That makes two of us. Moving on to Las Vegas, we got the Bears in Vegas taking on the Raiders. Justin Fields officially named quarterback one about time. He looked a lot better last week. Funny how, you know, when you don't just drop him back 50 times and expect him to win, he can look good. Uh, I personally think Matt Nagy is an absolute dipshit now, but I like this Bears team. I like Fields. I love Fields. I want him to do good. Darnell Mooney looked like a legitimate threat for them. The Raiders are down like three of their top corners right now, so that is tough for them. But I like Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr at home. The Raiders have been showing us some stuff. I do think the Raiders bounce back after a primetime loss, beat the charter, beat the Bears at home. I'm taking the Raiders on this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Raiders as well. Um, it's it's still so early. It's tough to say that the Raiders are the real deal or not. But with that being said, at home, I think they're a lot more real than the Bears. Yeah. Especially even just. Derek Carr still playing like a madman and Justin Fields being a rookie, even as simple as that, right? It got aside with the Raiders. 
The only thing I hope for the Bears side is that Justin Fields throws for 350 yards and runs for 125. Yeah, like we can hope for good performances, right? But it seems like seems like the recipe for the Raiders to get back on track. Yeah. Another game of the week candidate coming up here. 49ers in Arizona taking on the Cardinals. Yeah, there's no NFC West matchup that's like, ah, it's a dud. If it's an in-division game between the NFC West teams, it's going to be lights out. This one's no different. Depending on Jimmy G's injury status, we could see Trey Lance start too. You know, both these teams for me are two of the top 10 watches in the NFL right now. The Niners are so fun to watch. The Cardinals are so fun to watch. But I think as excited as I am to see Trey Lance, if he does get the start, I'm going to take the Cardinals almost for that reason. It's it's tough to win in this league. And your first start potentially comes against the Cardinals, a 4-0 team, playing lights out all three phases. That's tough. They're at home. I'm taking the cards. Uh, I'm also taking the Cardinals, but I think this game has potential to be a blowout, honestly. With how productive the Cardinals are on both sides of the ball with a rookie quarterback. And I mean, I like the 49ers defense, but they still leave, in my opinion, a little bit to be desired. Yep. And they're coming in probably overwhelmed and overmatched by the Cardinals at home. Yeah. It could be close because this division is good and I wouldn't be surprised, but I really wouldn't be surprised either if the Cardinals really run wild. The only thing that makes me think like, oh, it could stay a little close is just that interdivisional. You never know with a division yeah, game, but definitely. I do have to side with you. I think this game could be a, you know, 38-13 kind of a thing. And, and They did it. They did it to the Rams last weekend before so, before the garbage time yes. catch up that the, the Rams did. Right. And so that makes and, me think that the Cardinals are real enough that they might just put a hurt in all the 49ers. Yeah, I think so, too. Another divisional matchup we got the Giants. Coming off of a win, the hottest team in pro football, Danny Dimes, MVP candidate. Heading into Dallas. Of course, none of that was correct. I don't know how they walked away with a win. (laughs) You want to talk about blowouts? I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh, (laughs) Would you be surprised if the Cowboys won? 42 to 12. I would say I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys won 51 to 7. The Cowboys look like the Cowboys and the Cardinals to me look like the two best teams in the NFC. Yep. Like the Packers, they look great right now. They look like they're all humming. It's hard to forget week one, though. You know, can that happen all of a sudden? Because we know the Packers can drop an egg every now and then. Every team can, obviously, but the Packers have done so. The Bucs don't look the same, right? They brought back everyone. They look great. Don't look the same. You know, to me, it's it's the Cardinals, the Cowboys, and the Rams. Those look like (laughs) the best teams. And the Giants look like one of the three worst teams in football, despite the win last week. I don't take much from that. The Giants look twice as bad as they did last year, and last year they won like six games. I don't think there's much needed on this one. The Cowboys are going to dog walk the Giants. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna show them why the Cowboys have are the real Giants of the NFC East, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Yep. And then in the second primetime game of the week, Buffalo Bills 
heading in to Kansas City rematch of the AFC Championship from last year. The Bills are spicy, spicy hot right now, coming off of a 40-0 to win against the Texans. Granted, that is like playing tennis with the Nets down, but still they're playing hot. That defense, the Bills' defense is what's catching my eye, man. They look better than they did. The Bills' defense looks like, hey, maybe we should have a pass rush and give a shit, and then we could be a complete football team. And on the other side, you have an offense that's great, but we talked about it. They aren't a complete football team. This is an arrowhead. What do you think on this one? I need your analysis. Um, Part of it is wishful thinking, and part of it is actually what I think is the truth. There's something to be said for NFL teams that absolutely have shown to ruthlessly destroy other teams, and that is the Bills right now. This is the weakest that the Chiefs have looked in years since Pat Mahomes has been their starter. And the Bills, for last year, last year they're phenomenal, and they look like I said, the Giants look twice as bad as they did last year, and the Bills look twice as good as they did last year. So, I mean, even in Arrowhead, I don't think it's going to be a, a, a stomping or anything, but I really do think that the Bills, they have the guys, they have the coaching, they have the talent to win this game, and I'll pick the Bills. You got something in your nutsack there that I don't have. I, I It's in Arrowhead. And yes, the Chiefs do look as weak as they have looked in a long time since Mahomes has been there. Probably the weakest they've looked. And not because of that offense. They're putting up numbers. That's what they will do. They're the Chiefs. But it's an arrowhead. Andy Reid's out of the hospital. He's saying, fuck this. Mahomes is saying, there's a narrative against us. The Chiefs are coming out, and I think it's not going to be a blowout, but I think the same way you said, it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a close Great game. A lot better than the AFC Championship last year. I think that's safe to say. But I just have it going the other way. I think the Chiefs, whether they end up with the ball last or or whatever it is, Mahomes will find that magic. They will get the win at home. But it could go either way. We're pretty much all the way through, and that's only the third time we've picked different this week. Hey. Hearts your heart, you know? So, I mean, besides that, nobody's going to watch the Falcons-Jets game that we split. So, I would say watch the Chiefs and the Bills and watch the Bengals-Packers if you guys want to see uh, the the complete divide. But, hey. Yes. Yeah. And watch us go over on every other pick that we agreed on. (laughs) (laughs) As long as the Chiefs win and the Bengals win, I'll take the one-in-one split. Yeah. But we got the Monday night game. Ravens at home host the Colts. And we played them last year. It was very tight. It was, it was tight until it wasn't. I think the Ravens are going to win this one. I, uh, I'm putting my belief in that. The yeah, Colts offense just... Uh, the Colts this team. One, this has potential to be actually maybe like the worst primetime game this year so far. Just because yeah. I think the Ravens are so far ahead of what the Colts have become just completely kind of broken, even with a good roster, they're just broken. Yeah. And the Ravens are, you know, coming off big wins that they've had this year already three and one feeling good at home. Like, yeah, it seems, this seems like it has a, a big, big Raven shit stomping all over it. Right. 
Well, yeah. And I mean, I could talk about the Ravens all day, but I think, you know, Carson Wentz has a tendency to play kind of out of fucking control, like a madman. And I think there's a handful of coaches that will make you pay for that. Bill Belichick, um, you know, Vic Fangio, Brian Flores. I mean, they just beat the Dolphins, but those defensive coaches that will, you know, they'll make you pay. I think John Harbaugh's on that list. And, you know, you don't give, I don't think you can give the Ravens extra possessions. You just can't. And unfortunately, Carson Wentz has a tendency to do that. This one could get ugly. So maybe it's my heart. Maybe I think it's my head. I'm going with the Ravens on this one. Yeah, I'll pick the Ravens too. Do you think you get Hollywood Brown of last week or Hollywood Brown of the week the Lions game next week? That's the thing is that he has been great when he has been great. And he hasn't been when he hasn't been. And I honestly think that he's finding his rhythm. I think that I want to say the Lions game was just a confidence thing. It was in his head. Colts don't have an amazing secondary. No one really to write home. I think I think Hollywood's going to have a good game. I think he's going to have a good game. I mean, I, I think even regardless, they don't really – I don't think this game is going to be close enough that they're going to need Hollywood to be top form to win. But yeah. it's an interesting little sandwich bet anyways if you decide like, hey – I want to bet on Hollywood Brown, maybe rethink it, but Hey, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, I don't know. I think I just see this game going. The Ravens just play Ravens yep. ball. We get the win. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm actually excited, excited for our week, our week after it's chargers Ravens. Oh man. That's, 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 that's going to be an electric game. I for mean, sure. it, man, like, I don't think there's, well, no, there is definitely bad matchups, but Every week, it seems like there's more and more games, at least three to four games that I, yep. I, I'm like, that's awesome. That's such a yep. good matchup. I love it. I mean, even the bad games somehow have a tendency to surprise you. Jets, Titans should have been a dog walking. It yep. wasn't. And any given Sunday, right? It's, it's the truth. Any given Sunday. That is the goddamn truth. As always, though, Dave, you got anything else you want to say to the people? I don't know, man. Just. From, for, right from the start, that Thursday nighter looks pretty spicy with the Rams yeah. and the Seahawks. Just uh, dude, I can't wait. That's tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night, man. Everybody, just uh, get your popcorn ready. Get whatever whatever beverages you like. You know what I mean? Like Sit I said, back. there's there's at least four games this week, including at least two of the primetime ones that are going to be really good football. So I mean, hey, it's the NFL. It's the king of sport. Get ready. Who's uh? I guess who looking at this week? Who are your who are your top three games? You know, all games included. Three games you're most excited to watch. Uh, it's got to be Chiefs Bills on Sunday. Yep. Uh, probably this one's tough. There's a couple games for the slot. Should we, should we put, take out? Should we take out our team? Well, I mean, that was going to be my one game. But true. True. Yeah. Okay. No. Because no. I think it'll be a good game regardless. Yeah. So one is going to be the Packers Bengals for my own sake of being invested. And even regardless, I think it'll be a good game. Yep. And then I'd say it's tough. There's a couple to think, but probably the Rams and the Seahawks tomorrow night might be in my third slot. Yeah. Or my second slot in there. But I think uh, Packers Bengals for me is up there. Rams Seahawks tomorrow night is going to be great. And I mean, Colts Ravens, I'm going to be dialed the hell into that yeah. one. Yep. Chiefs built, man, there's just four Niners Cardinals. That game, we think it's a blow. Could be great. You know, it, the Chargers game might not be too bad, right? Chargers Browns could be fantastic. I mean, right. like anytime you can watch like Justin Herbert 
I'm I'm on board for it. Yep, get linked for it. Yep. Absolutely. But that oh, has I been forgot. Oh, I forgot. shit. The best game of the week. Bright and early. Falcons Jets. Falcons Jets, 7 30 a.m. London. Don't miss it. Have your dials tuned <laughs> in. If your alarm isn't up at 6 30, I'm gonna get a bar of soap <laughs> in a pillowcase and beat the shit out of you. Beat the you, shit out of you. That it's inexcusable if you don't watch that game. Do you not want to see two of the worst go at it in London early in the morning? What is there to hate about it? You tell what me. would you rather do? Sleep in on a would Saturday? Rather, would you rather get eight hours of full rest to watch football all day? Or would you rather be tired and cranky all day and regret that you watched the Jets and the Falcons? I know what I'd rather do. Sign me up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been this week's episode of the Booth Podcast. I was your host, will be your host next time, hopefully, pending, I guess. Kalen McFadden Carver with me is Davey O'Doyle. Follow us at the Booth EC on Twitter, Instagram. We're back at you every week. We'll be breaking down the games, giving our thoughts, giving our analysis. And we're on this is week five we're heading into. We got 13 more weeks. You know, we'll be here. We'll be here just just talking football because that's what we do. Thanks for rocking with us. Go show some love, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Buy but the uh, buy the merch. Hey, go buy some. Go buy some merch. Rep the boys. You know, if you want to see Alex Hicks next week, we don't know if he'll be here. Because we don't he's know. Unpredictable. We don't know. You guys don't know the inside scoop, and the inside scoop. I'll tell you right now, we don't know if he's coming back. We don't know if he's coming back. That might have been the last time you ever see Alex Hicks on this podcast. He may have retired. He may have hung up his microphone. Fuck. Now we can to the moon. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, very much. As listening as always. And we'll see you next week. Pip, pip, cheerio.